Hi, we're Amber Weekend. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And uh, yeah, that sounded a little bit like the old intro, didn't it? I, uh, I I kind of I kind of miss that, you know, like the uh, the old like radio car salesman kind of voice that I used to you used to, used to do, uh, and then the Amber Amber Run Loop joke. I feel like we we still get a little bit of uh, we get some comments about that every once in a while, saying like, "Hey, what happened to the Run Loop joke?" You know? Right? Yeah, people people miss it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Got to come up with some more uh, some more slick Ember puns. Yeah, I, well, I mean, really, we need we need our listener base to help us out with the puns because it's not my it's not my forte, honestly. That was I was I, honestly like I have no idea the run loop thing just it came to me in a dream, you know. Honestly, I don't know how I don't know how, um, you know, lightning in a bottle. Anyways, um, yeah, so we're Ember Weekend. We uh, like to cover you know news newsy type things and sometimes uh, some stuff that we've been working on personally. Um, and uh, yeah, we're broadcasting out of uh, HashRocket HQ. Uh, where we've returned from uh, from Boston, Providence, and everywhere else that uh, we've been, and uh, we are we're back at the beach. Super excited! And uh, this episode is called uh, something. We're gonna come up with it as we go. So uh, we'll backfill the title. So enjoy. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is Ember Exam. Uh, if you were at Wicked Good or if you saw you know caught any of the talks or anything like that. Uh, Trent Willis gave this amazing talk about testing and uh, how LinkedIn used some testum tricks in order to, or not really tricks, built-in behavior that kind of was buggy before, I guess, and now is fixed to to you know seriously speed up their tests. Yeah, I think the I think the the numbers that he mentioned were like from forty five minutes, uh, forty five minute test run to like a three minute test run or something like that, which seems like a pretty drastic difference. And he did so uh, with a, a project that well, alongside a project uh, that he calls uh, Ember Exam, which is basically a drop in replacement for uh, Ember Test. So you can basically install this add on and then just use it in place of all of the Ember Test commands. So it has its own server. And um, it also has some commands that are really nice, uh, such as uh, randomization. So one of the things that uh, that he mentioned uh, kind of extensively in the talk was where uh, a lot of tests have implicit behavior, especially around uh, initializers. I think maybe we talked about this briefly uh, in the last uh, last week's episode, um, but. In initializers, there can be some some like order dependencies in your tests, and randomizing your test suite kind of helps expose some of these things. This is something that's probably really familiar to you if you use uh, RSpec, where you basically set it to random, and then anytime you get a flickering test failure, you can take the seed number and rerun that exact order again. Uh, so it's the same uh, same idea here. You just run uh, the randomized command. Um, and it's uh, and it's uh, flag is just dash dash random, so it's Ember exam dash dash random, and that'll uh, print out the uh, the test run and then also uh, the seed UID. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a really neat feature. Yeah, this is uh, gonna be really helpful when you have your tests like running in a CI and you notice like some flickering test, and you just go in there and usually the CIs will will print this stuff out and you go in and copy the seed out and you can run it locally. Really helpful. Right, and then the uh, the next thing, uh, this is you know one of uh, a few different ways that they so that that's actually more of a sustainability kind of like testing uh, practice, basically trying to make sure that your tests are all atomic. So yeah, randomizing uh, helps with uh, test sustainability, but um, the talk was primarily focused around uh, performance uh, performance benefits, and uh, you know there's a couple different tools that Ember Exam provides. Um, one is one uh, is called the split command, and the split command allows you to split up your test into 
uh, basically uh, different sections. So you, if you have two tests and you say split two, you're going to have one of those tests in each of the splits, um, which he calls partitions. So once you split, you can say Ember exam split two, uh, and then dash dash partition one, and then that will run just the first test. So just the first split. So the other thing you can do with splitting is you can just say dash dash parallel, and that'll say, you know, if you split into three groups, parallel will put them into three different browser instances to be run simultaneously. So if you're um, running this in like headless Chrome, you would see, you know, in your test them window, it'd be three different Chrome instances would start up. Um, or if you're running it in actual Chrome, you'd actually get three browsers that would spin up. Yeah, which is super cool. And once again, this brought their test suite down from 45. I think he said there was some number of like like 10,000 uh, tests and uh, several of them, several thousand of them were uh, acceptance tests. So, I mean, speeding up the test suite is a really, really big win. He also talked about some metrics around developer productivity and, and how it, it gets lessened every additional minute of test suite runtime uh, by a significant portion. So, uh, yeah, so this seems like a lot of really easy wins. It's definitely uh, an add-on that I recommend giving a whirl, seeing if you can work it into your CI. It looks like it has really easy um, CI integration. So um, all in all, I think this is a huge win for any, even even moderately sized, maybe small sized uh, acceptance test. There's no reason not to split it up to make it just a little bit faster. Um, so even even on a small scale, I think it still gives you some wins. So really cool. Uh, so the next one we just want to mention kind of quickly, uh, and that is that um, the Acorns site, which is, uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Chase, it's, a, it's an investing site, right? It's about uh, uh, basically, it's kind of like Betterment or what, what are you been, you've been in investigating a lot of these things, yeah? Yeah, so Acorns is actually the one that started me out looking at these kind of sites. Um, it's like for like micro investments, uh, they round up every dot, like every uh, swipe of your debit card, they'll round it up to the nearest dollar and invest that money into an account. And so uh, Acorns is like one of the sites that kind of got big really quick. Um, so it's a pretty cool little site. Yeah, it's a, it's very neat. Um, it's a wonderful site. The marketing site's uh, really really nice. And uh, and uh, recently it was. Uh, put on to Fastboot. So if you're looking for a site that kind of gives you an idea of what Fastboot is like and how it can how it can be on a on a marketing page, um, check out acorns.com. Um, and yeah, hashtag not a sponsor, side note. <laughs> right, yeah, um, yeah. It's not like a, like Twitter. Yeah. You see ads all the time for Acorns on Twitter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how I learned of it. I mean, those, those yeah. ads are definitely working. It got me looking cool. at, at, the, at investing at least. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's definitely a really interesting uh, interesting concept, and I really really like the fact that it's a it's a it's a large site running Fastboot um, by default. I think that's really cool. So definitely check it out, and uh, you know, see do some performance benchmarking, you know, ch- test it out, and you know, well, maybe that's not a good thing to advocate against a production site. Anyways, you should check it out. It looks really cool, uh, and uh, yeah, seems pretty, seems seems legit. I wonder if the the dashboard is uh is also Ember. I imagine so, um, because the other sites like uh, Betterment, their launch page is is the same technology as their you know the dashboard because it just kind of rolls into it and says loading and uh, Acorns I think works the same. So right, right. So yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. And the last thing we're gonna cover is another uh, blog post by Lauren Tan. This one is surprisingly about components. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it's it's not it's not quite an Ember weekend without covering Lauren Tan's blog post. So um, so this is this is good. Uh, anyways, this one is mostly about uh, dependency injection, uh, and she does a really good job of explaining what dependency injection is and how you kind of invert the control by passing objects in makes them more more easily testable uh, because you're passing in the objects that you depend on. 
uh, rather than um, having them have knowledge internal to themselves. Uh, so her example was like a like a bag component. I'm I'm gonna do a terrible job. I'm gonna butcher it if I do it. But it's a, it's a really good example of of how dependency injection uh, kind of works on a on a, a mental model kind of uh, area. And then uh, she talks about how you can take that same concept that we've been using in Ruby and you know pretty much any object oriented language for a long time and apply it into the component layer in Ember. And the idea here is that you use the hash helper to pass in uh, component objects, and it allows you to basically kind of pass in dummy objects in test rather than rely on implicit uh, the implicit um, naming of the components inside of the components template. So you say you have a, comp a container component. Uh, inside that, it has child one, child two. Um, rather than having to have knowledge of child one and child two, you can use the hash helper to pass in C1, C2, and then you don't need to know anything about the state of those components because you're going to pass them in from the outside. Um, so it's a really cool idea, and I think that um, she she even mentions a few helpers that can make it more simple to uh, register dummy components, and uh, it seems like a really, really great strategy for dealing with uh, testing components. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I, I like the uh, you know the the critical part of it. I think is how she registers the dummy um, component in her test, um, and you know she mentions that uh, I think uh, Runspire helped her with that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was it was that's kind of like the the key point is that you just got to understand that in your tests you can like register things. You can like on the fly create a component, you know, and register it, and then have that get looked up. So that was pretty cool. Definitely, definitely. It was really, it's really cool. Definitely a, a strategy that I'll probably employ soon. So, um, very cool, and uh, definitely worth a read. And I love, I love like uh, seeing now the the Git owner everywhere, um, because you know, remember how painful this used to be mm -hmm. in these kind of tests to like to like be able to inject things. You had to do some kind of like hack. Git Git containers. Git yeah. lookup. Blah blah blah. Right blah, blah. now, Git owners everywhere, and it's like, oh, it's so easy now. All right, and I think that's it for this Ember weekend. Uh, thanks for listening. Once again, uh, I am Jonathan Jackson here with Chase McCarthy. I'm playing. I'm not. I'm not playing Pokemon right now. I swear. That was a, <laughs> was a strange handoff. Strange handoff. Next time. Next time I get that better. Um, yeah. So uh, we really like uh, fielding questions. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at Ember Weekend, all one word, um, on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow along, uh, just pop our RSS feed into your feed reader cast po podcast app of choice, uh, and uh, and we we will publish. We publish every every Monday. Um, we'll be back uh, next week with episode sixty six. And did we come up with the title of this one, Chase? Um, maybe uh, go catch them all. Go catch them all. Oh yeah. Hey, speaking of that, how many how many Pokemon have you caught today? Uh, today. Uh, like 20 20 like Jeez. wait are you talking unique or are you talking about like just lobbing, lobbing oh, pokeballs yeah, i think yeah i think you're like yeah so you're into it you're in it yeah i mean it's it's uh it, it's really it's really a disgusting like idea <laughs> like that you're just like catching every pokemon and then you're just turning them into candy for other pokemon to eat whoa uh, whoa that's, man this this, this the, the pokemon go guy pretty yeah. dark yeah i miss professor oak i think this new professor's kind of <laughs> creepy yeah all right. Well, anyways, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, uh, Chase will have uh, caught them all, and uh, we will. Uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you next weekend. Yep. See you next weekend.